Hello, this is Radio Fire Radio with your host Christopher, and we're doing part two of Step Parenting. It takes two. This is an article by Ron Dill, and Focus on the Family placed this out. In our last segment, we were talking about uh, moving gradually into discipline, and there was three roles that we were talking about, and we got to the first role, the babysitter role. So now we're going to start with the second role, the uncle or the aunt role. After a moderate relationship has developed, step-parents can move into the uncle or aunt step-parenting role. If my sister comes to my house and Nan and I are away for a few hours, she carries some authority with my children simply because she's their aunt. She's not a full-fledged parent, but carries power through her extended family kinship. Step-parents can gradually gain a basic level of respect that allows children to accept them as extended family members by marriage. Step-parents can become more authoritative, clearly communicating limits and encouraging family discussion of the rules. Furthermore, as personal bonds deepen, shows of affection and appreciation can become more common. One-on-one activities can become more frequent and personal connections increase. Number three, the parent or step-parent role. Eventually, some some step-parents will gain parental status with some stepchildren. Younger children tend to grant step-parents parental status much more quickly than adolescents. It is quite common to be considered a babysitter by an older child, an aunt by a middle child, and a parent by the youngest child. These roles can be confusing, so be sure you and your spouses are a solid parenting team. Discuss circumstances often and work together to make changes over time. It is important that step parents not consider themselves failures if they do not achieve parental status with every child. Again, the length of time required to move into this role depends on a number of factors, most of which are beyond the step parents' control. Enjoy the relationship you have now and trust the integration process. And if this is one thing that I can also highlight for you as well, you have to be self-aware about your own limitations and your weaknesses. You have to be self-aware about your own low self-esteem. And if you're trying to manage your family and you have low self-esteem and you are looking for your stepchildren to love you, to to be uh, things that you as an adult need from another adult or from God himself, you're gonna set yourself up to be manipulated and controlled. You're gonna set yourself up for inappropriate relationships. And what I mean by that is you're gonna allow that child to manipulate and control you into getting things and you, be, you becoming their best buddy, their best buddy toy friend. Oh, he's gonna give me whatever I want or she's gonna give me whatever I want because you know, we're, we have a special bond, a special relationship. There has to be boundaries. And if you as a step-parent are not self-aware about your own limitations and your own weaknesses, you can cross uh, parental boundary lines by doing things that are inappropriate. And, I'm, and, I'm, and what I'm trying to stress here is that, you know, you could, you could favor one child over the other because that one child knows how to say the right thing. That one child knows how to 
uh, smooth things over with you. And it really isn't about a proper relationship. It's just that they've learned people. They, you know, they have these skills in order to be able to uh, to manipulate and control. And if you're if you're needy, if you're if you're needy, you're, you're going to be vulnerable to this. So I, I want you to be self-aware about yourself enough to know that hey, this is a possible risk that I'm getting into. It's important. I want to read this part again. It's important that step parents not consider themselves failures if they do not achieve parental status with every child. I can tell you over and over and over again, this is like one of the things that I would go to the altar for because it's like, God, I'm not, I'm not getting any breakthrough. I'm not making any headway with any of any of them. Sometimes I think my biological parent <laughs> doesn't want to be with me because it's just it's just so hard to be able to keep this relationship. These all of these relationships in balance and in going in the right place. So you you really can't. It's it's it, it's it's a balancing act. It's an act of patience, and you need to be long term. You need to plan on twenty years from now. Looking back, saying, "Wow, you know, we we successfully raised a family. We successfully blended." you know, uh, a family with, with stepchildren and, and biological parents and step-parents all together. You know, your victories are going to come down the road when, you know, your stepchild is out on their own and they're raising their own family and they, they finally realize and appreciate what you've done, what you've been doing, you know. So don't look for that quick release. <laughs> don't look for that quick pat on the back that you're doing a good job because you're not going to get it. You're just not going to get it. But at the same time, don't take everything so internally personal that you you, you beat yourself up and you put yourself in a position where you give up. Because that's not doing anybody any good either. You, you have to do this job. You have to do it without the expectation of getting a pat on the back. You have to do it without the expectation of someone coming up saying you did a good job. You, you just have to do it. And, and you just have to assume the role like any other parent because any other parent does the job without getting any of those things. Make sense? All right. Mr. Deal goes on. Another section. Make your marriage a priority. Make your marriage a priority. Stress in a step family generally divides people along biological lines. When push comes to shove, the allegiance and loyalty between parents and children often wins out over the marriage unless the couple can form a unified position of leadership. And this man here is telling the absolute truth. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts because there is a communication that has taken place and has bonded them from, from birth that you will never, ever get around. So let me read this again. Because this is, this is critical that you understand this. Stress in a step family generally divides people along biological lines. When push comes to shove, the allegiance or loyalty between parents and children often wins out. They are going to be loyal to each other. And you want that. You don't want to split them up. You don't want to have them separated from each other. 
you want them to continue to be loyal to each other. You just need to understand that that as a part of that, you will never be in that circle. And once you understand that, and you realize that you have to develop a new circle and make a new circle with, with your family, then everything makes sense and then everything comes together. If you cannot govern the family as a team, the household is headed for anger, jealousy, and unacceptance. Been there, done that. Unity within the couple's relationships relationship bridges the emotional gap between the step-parent and stepchildren and positions both adults to lead the family. So true. If a biological parent is not willing to build such a bridge with the step-parent, the stepchildren will receive an unhealthy amount of power in the home. All they have to do is cry unfair and their parent protects them from mean, nasty step-parent. This is almost always results in marital tension, conflict, resentment, and isolation. Truth. The biological parent and stepfamilies maintains a relationship to both insiders, their children, and outsiders new spouse and his or her children, and therefore must position the step-parent as his or her teammates. The couple should give time and energy to the marriage and not let their children keep them apart, including the new spouse and parenting decisions, setting a date night and keeping it, and taking a few minutes each day to connect without interruption as a couple are a few simple but significant ways to communicate the unity of the couple to the children. I'm going to read that one again. The couple should give time and energy to the marriage and not let their children keep them apart, including the new spouse and parenting decisions, setting a date night and keeping it, and taking a few minutes each day to connect without interruption as a couple are a few simple but significant ways to communicate the unity of the couple to the children. If the biological parent doesn't help the step-parent into a leadership position, the step-parent is likely to try to force his or her way in. I'm telling you right now, don't do that. <laughs> you in for some heartache if you, as a step-parent, try to force your way in. This almost always results in resentment and resistance from the insiders. Again, jealousy, rejection, and anger are more common resulting emotions. Now, let me balance this truth by noting that biological parents must take both and stance with their children and new spouse. They must invest time and energy in both. Early in the remarriage, for example, it is especially important to stay connected with your children. But eventually the marriage must meet, but eventually the marriage must be made a priority, even in front of the children. Waiting for this to happen is difficult for many step-parents. Amen. Amen. Again, it is important that they are affirmed by the biological parent and also that time and energy are put into the marriage. But instead of competing for time, step-parents need to encourage their spouse to be involved with his or her biological children. And I, I not pat myself on the back, but I definitely understood that the emotional needs of the children needed to be met. And I encourage my biological parent to make sure that she did that. 
And I was willing to sacrifice that time so that that could be maintained because if, if she lost them, there wouldn't be any us. And I, and I was smart enough to realize that. And you as a step parent need to understand that. You can't break that loyalty and that unity between them. You never will. But from, from the standpoint of, of them being happy, if your biological spouse is not happy, if your biological parent is not happy, nobody's going to be happy in that house. Step parents who get in the way of the parent-child relationship are asking for trouble. Try to keep in mind that biological parents in two-parent nuclear homes frequently make marital sacrifices on behalf of the children. Your home must do the same. Be unified in your sacrifices for the children and find time to be alone. This concludes part two of this vitally important teaching, Step Parent, Step Parenting It Takes Two by Ron Dill. Follow up with us for part three in our next segment. This has been Christopher Radio Fire Radio. Thank you. God bless. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.